Hi, welcome back to Beyond the Benefits with Savoy. On this episode, our guest is Mercedes Smith, Senior Account Executive. Mercedes will be discussing how to help your clients determine what market they belong in and how to remain compliant with the Affordable Care Act. Take it away, Mercedes. Thank you, Julie. In a previous episode of Beyond the Benefits, Keith Zuckerman advised our brokers about using ERISA and ACA compliance to position yourself as a full-service business consultant and trusted advisor to your clients. If you haven't already listened to that podcast, I'd encourage you to do that soon. Keith talked about employers who are not compliant, usually out of ignorance. They simply don't know. If an employer doesn't have the appropriate ERISA documents in place, it's because they've not received the appropriate guidance. And this is because so many brokers either aren't aware of the rules or perhaps they're under the mistaken impression that the employer is receiving this guidance from their CPA, their payroll company, or some other source. Keith's podcast focused on ERISA compliance, but today I'd like to talk about a specific aspect of ACA compliance, determining if your client is an applicable large employer. At least once a month, a broker comes to me with a situation involving a group who isn't sure if their business is a small group or a large group. All too often, I see brokers scrambling to help their client change markets because they didn't realize the group's status had changed. So what do I mean by that? It's really, really important to understand how a small employer is defined in the state where the client's business is located. For this conversation, I will focus on the New Jersey Small Employer Health Program Board, otherwise known as the SEH. It's equally important to understand the federal definition of an applicable large employer. The first thing to keep in mind is that it doesn't matter how many employees the business has right now. It doesn't matter how many are eligible for benefits or how many are enrolled in the current plan. What matters is how many full-time equivalent workers the employer averaged in the preceding calendar year. I'm going to say that again. What matters is how many full-time equivalent workers the employer averaged in the preceding calendar year. So what does full-time equivalent mean? First, keep in mind that for the purposes of the calculation, a full-time employee is working 30 hours per week. For you brokers who specialize in New Jersey small group clients, note that this has nothing to do with the fact that the SEH says coverage must be offered to employees working 25 hours per week. That's a different conversation. Right now, we're talking about classifying the employer, not employee eligibility. To start the calculation, for each month in the preceding calendar year, the employer must add up the number of full-time workers. Then they need to calculate the full-time equivalents. For each month, add up the total number of part-time hours worked for all part-time employees and divide the total by 120. Last, add the number of full-time workers and the number of full-time equivalents for each month. Add all the months together and divide by 12. This is the FTE count for the preceding calendar year. New Jersey rules say the business must have employed an average of at least one, but not more than 50, full-time equivalent workers in the preceding calendar year to qualify for SEH coverage. So if the client's FTE count is 50 or fewer, it's a small group. If the business employed an average of 51 or more FTEs in calendar year 2018, the group must be shopped in the large group market. First and foremost, start this conversation with your client early. Many carriers in both the small group market and the 51 to 99 market require groups to recertify each year. 
The recertification process is designed to confirm that the group still qualifies for coverage in their current market. I've seen groups insured in mid-market suddenly learn that they're being forced into the small group market. And worse, I've seen groups insured in the SEH market determine a few short weeks before renewal that they no longer qualify for small group coverage. And then we need to do a rush marketing to find them a home in mid-market. You do not want to find yourself in this position. Begin by contacting your client no less than four months prior to their renewal date to review their recertification. If you've been their broker for a while, you may already be aware of any fluctuations in their employee count, so be prepared for that discussion. A business that was a startup last year may have 75 employees right now, but if they averaged 50 or fewer last year, they're still a small group for the purposes of their health insurance in 2019. And the reverse is true too. They might have 30 employees right now, but they downsized and actually had 100 employees last year. They still belong in large group. What if your client has a lot of variable hour employees, like a hotel or a restaurant, or they never offered coverage before and they're really not sure what market they fall in? As I said earlier, often the insurance broker believes someone else is guiding the employer. Here is your opportunity to be that trusted advisor to your client, and Savoy can help. We can guide you on the steps needed to make this determination. Sometimes the payroll documentation is unclear and the determination is more complex. Maybe there's been a business acquisition or a sale that affects the FTE count. If necessary, we also have vendor partners who can assist. Understanding ACA compliance involves more than just determining which market the group should be insured in. Occasionally, a carrier will allow a group to renew their small group policy even if their prior year FTE count was over 50. This can happen if the group is not subjected to a compliance audit by the carrier. This can lead the employer to assume they're not subject to some ACA requirements that do apply to large groups. For example, I've seen employers fail to file the required reporting documents, believing they didn't have to because they're insured on a small group plan. Being a business consultant to your client is about more than just running quotes or negotiating a lower rate increase. It's about fully understanding your client's business, the ebbs and flows, the growth and the downsizing. It's about guiding them through the confusing maze of requirements they never anticipated when they opened their business. If you have a client or a prospect who's struggling with their own classification, please reach out to your dedicated Savoy account executive. At Savoy, we're committed to ensuring your client's compliance with a passion to protect your business. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Benefits with Savoy.